0: Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network. And you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host Lawson. Yes. Lawson, how was your weekend? What's on your mind to share? (laughs)
1: Fantastic. Like, I had such a blessed weekend. It started with Friday night, the Discover Hope program at Newcastle Uni that was running in the city. Wow. It was at the New Space building, which is like, the most odd looking building you've ever seen. It's right in the middle of Newcastle City, but it was amazing. Cool. Awesome turnout. Lots of uni students going. Then I went to church the next day at Avondale University, which is the university I actually Where study you at. you go. That's yeah, right. that's right. Went to church, you know, hung out with my friends the afternoon, church lunch, and, and just, just like an amazing time. And then Sunday. So Sunday, I'm like, cause I, I, I just like love spending time with people. Oh, and we know. Yeah, yeah. You're lunch. always
0: around people, that's aren't right. you?
1: That's right. Last couple of weeks, I've just been spending time with people and, you know, just had my weekends packed. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to have like a a genuinely like lazy Sunday. I'm going to spend time at home. I'm going to do my washing. I'm going to sort out my life ready for this next week to come. And that's the road I was going down until last night at like 12... AM, like at midnight,
0: midnight. I, had a friend, I had a
1: friend call me <laughs> up. Now, my friend, he is not a uh, Christian. He's actually uh, of Muslim faith. And he called me up just like wanting to talk about life, you know, wanting well, to talk At midnight. About, at midnight. Yeah. yeah is he from overseas? No, no, didn't know the time or well, well, we actually lives in Australia. We're just homies. He just wanted to <laughs> chat and he called me up. And, and so we had this, this chat. We're talking about life stuff and guy stuff. And then he's asking me like, Sir, Lawson, like, why did you become Christian? Turn into me telling him my testimony and just praising God, all these different things. But ultimately, I got to bed like really, really.
0: I bet you would have if it was a midnight call. And so
1: (laughs) I'm I'm here this morning, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. So I'm I'm sure you're doing fantastically well.
0: Absolutely.
1: And
0: coming up on our show today, we have our interview with Kelvin Langman. He's actually Mm -hmm. coming into the studio today. Kelvin likes to cover weird and wacky Bible facts. Mm -hmm. We've also got news developments, um, new developments that are happening with malaria. Mm. And we've also got our Bible study. We're continuing on the book of Ephesians, God's grace and how it impacts our lives.
1: You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are going to have our first quiz of today, Danuta.
0: Our first one is, when it comes to Africans in the New Testament, there is a story involving the Ethiopian eunuch with passing reference to Queen Candace of Ethiopia. Ethiopia, I should say. (laughs) Ethiopia. However, there is only one native of Africa who is named and is an active participant in an account in the New Testament. What was his name wow. wow interesting one isn't it and that's a long question too so yeah. i hope you can remember all of that yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. actually going to give it to you again mm-hmm. when it comes to africans in the new testament there is a story involving the ethiopian eunuch with passing reference to queen candace of ethiopia however there is only one native of africa who is named And is an active participant in an account in the New Testament? What was his name? So we're after the name of Mm. this active participant. So you go in, um, give your answers to us, text Mm. them through on 0491 064 That's 0491 064 And you'll go in for the prize of the week. And the book is uh, Daniel, Wisdom for the Wise. It's, uh, by Zdravko Stefanovic. Oh, mm. he's got a great book. I've got his revelation book, actually. Yeah. Wow. Really brilliant stuff. He brings mm. out all these new thoughts relating to, uh, obviously he'll do the same here in Daniel. I don't have this one. I'm going to need to get it.
1: <laughs> I think. <laughs> Unfortunately, kind of go in you the can't draw. enter this I know. Draw. I
0: can't. But chapter by chapter and verse by verse, he gives practical and thorough commentary on the mm. book of Daniel. So he gives fresh ideas. So Absolutely. the phone number again is zero four nine one zero six four double six nine. Yeah, that
1: number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And of course, yeah, we have that amazing prize. Guys, get in this morning. Danina, what is happening in the world of positively different news?
0: Yeah. So what we've got today is actually looking at um, the development. Developments of, uh, sorry, just let me go one, one step back. We're actually looking <laughs> at, <laughs> my mind's ahead in one space. Mm. We're actually looking at an Aboriginal lady from Indaluka, which is up in the northern part of South Australia. Sure. Which is a small community, a small Aboriginal community of under 300 people. And the exciting thing in is that the lady Vicky Kitchik, Kitchi, Chiki, Cullinan has won a $100,000 Hadley's Prize from Australian Landscape Art. So the Hadley, wow. Hadley's um, Art Prize is actually to do with landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And she act- has actually entered it and she actually won it amongst um, 30 finalists. Uh-huh. So this Aboriginal lady from Indaluca has actually won the prize, which is fantastic. There's dot, dot painting in tones of red and purple and it features an expansion Arc across the large canvas, and it's designed to share the ancestral stories from the APY lands in South Australia. Mm. So, the APY lands are just—it's—it's um, a, it's a name that's given, or they're referred to as the lands, um, and there's six of them. And uh, she comes from this tiny, tiny area, and it's fantastic because she then shares the stories of generations of ancestors. And, you know, my mind goes to the fact of how in the Bible too, the Bible is constantly having chapters um and then the stories that relate to generations as well, don't they, as well. Mm. Um And, you know, there's a photo of her with this beautiful sm- big smile, um, she's stoked. She says that she never expected it, um, and and there are other other um, entries as well. And so the exciting thing is that you know she'll be able to put this money to really good value, um, yeah, to, to really good use as
1: well. And yeah, particularly to invest in that you know landscaping, art, and whatnot. I I think oh, I. I just love a beautiful landscape scene. I think nature, obviously, naturally occurring nature is really beautiful. There's amazing hikes you can go on and whatnot. But yeah, being able to just see incredible art and to be able to, you know, people to cultivate that in in an outdoor space. I'm like, oh, that's just... It's just beautiful. At the same time, I, I think I think there's like nothing as aesthetically pleasing as just like a well-cut lawn. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in terms of laying. Dude, when you see just a nice, smooth lawn, oh, it's just the best. And the, especially after they just cut it and there's a smell of like freshly cut grass. Yeah, I love that smell. I don't have hay fever, so I'm chilling. Oh, well, good
0: for you. i chilling. Yes. And
1: I love that smell so much. But but yeah, it's it's oh, really, really amazing. Yeah, and the support is. as well is incredible. $100,000. Absolute,
0: absolutely. No, it's mm. fantastic, and I love as 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 a lot of folk know, a lot of my friends and family know, especially that I'm married to an Aboriginal man. And if you're mm. listening out there, uh, Keith, um, <laughs>
1: <Shout> <laughs> hello, out, Keith, hello,
0: to you today. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, the thing is that I we love Aboriginal artwork, and we actually recently mm. just bought one that we're going to be putting onto our wall as well. Mm. So beautiful stuff that they the Aboriginal folk, our First Nations people, express through their artwork. So mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, moving on to another story. This is also coming from Australia today. We're talking all things Australian. Mm. Uh, there's a scientific breakthrough that's using mRNA technology to mm-hmm. create a really effective malaria vaccine, and wow. which is, of course, malaria is a life-threatening disease that's usually found more in the in the the Polynesian kind of um, countries, mm-hmm. and you find it out in Uh, places like Africa Mm, and and mm. places like that and it's life-threatening and with malaria the parasite actually goes it comes through some forms of mosquitoes yes it's not transferable so but if you get it you know it's life-threatening and the Mm -hmm. parasite actually goes into the bloodstream which then goes into the liver and it develops and matures and moves to infect the blood cells and so symptoms then occur to to bring on the malaria yeah of course have you ever had a vaccination for malaria
1: i i don't know well when i went to ethiopia i I I think I got yellow fever, but I don't... I've I haven't been to PNG or anything like that. Okay. Maybe when I was younger I've been to some of the islands. Right. I might have got it then. But I do know so my grandfather, he fought in World War Two. He went to you know, he's on the Kokoda Trails in Borneo. Wow. He was a double diamond commander. So he was oh, like wow. behind enemy lines, like really epic hectic stuff. There's actually this book about the double diamond commanders and there's this paragraph about him getting shot and shrapneled and all this stuff and he survived and that's yeah, good because yeah. I exist if he didn't see him. If he didn't survive, yeah. I wouldn't be here, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, he got malaria and scrub titus while he was in PNG and he came back to Australia when he finished his circulation, like with not a single hair on his body, Oh wow! like just, just fully, <laughs> but then, yeah, I was able to thankfully heal from that and, you know, get married and. Have kids and and do all of those things, but yeah, it, it's it was a problem back then, and it is, it is continuing to be a problem now with malaria yes. and whatnot. And so far, what I understand is that with malaria, if you get malaria, it, you have to ongoingly, you know, take medication. Yes, because it
0: can keep it can actually keep coming back. Of yeah, course. That's but right. and On top of that, it is life threatening. That's Whereas, why you've got to have.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you, you see here, well, if they have a preventative measure so that you, uh, they're not at risk of contracting malaria at all, then yeah. that's pretty good news. It's
0: fantastic, isn't it? And mm. it's actually been discovered in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing research and uh, it says thanks to the synergy, they are actually be able to find a, a design through of mRNA that actually goes into the memory cells of the liver to create a model of of malaria. So it's giving Mm. that indication through the vaccine as though as though the person actually has malaria and so it's actually capable of providing a protective immune cell specific to the liver to prevent like you said you know it's good to have something that can actually prevent malaria and so this vaccine is actually giving a protective immune what an immunity Mm. to the people uh so that they can actually not get malaria which is jolly fantastic i think and Mm. so yeah and it provides a broad range of functions so it regulates the activity of the genes during the development and it differentiates the cells and so it it provides this wonderful uh, work working within the body to actually prevent um, prevent malaria
1: yeah absolutely and that's fantastic news that i you know i i love these initiatives Uh, Particularly because obviously malaria isn't necessarily a huge problem here. No, it's not in Australia. It is targeting... But it's being
0: developed here in Australia yeah, for other right. countries. How good is that?
1: For these people who are in areas where they struggle to make those, you know, medical strides and Absolutely. they're in you know, really, you know, deep and desperate need of these kinds of things. It reminds me of a uh, of a ministry like Ten Thousand Toes. It's like solving like from Australia, yes. solving the issue of diabetes in the islands. In because, the islands. Because it's like, hey, these people that's to leg up church, yeah. and uh, yeah so to help them out is fantastic <laughs> you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different and denuda you're going to bring us our next quiz
0: yes christian tradition holds all the writers of the books in the new testament were jewish with the exception of one book author who is believed by many to be the only non-jewish writer which Author was it. Yeah. Who is that author is what we're under after the name of. So you've got to know your authors. That's the mm-hmm. first thing. Know your authors because some of the books of the Bible are not named after that particular. So the book of That's right. Matthew, I'm going to give a clue here. So the book of Matthew is actually written by Matthew, yeah. right?
1: Versus the book of Timothy, which is written by Paul. That's so, a, so. Your, your was like,
0: "Are you going to give that one away?" Almost, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, I love that too because uh, I, you know, I've just when people are, uh, I, I've heard someone one time it made me chuckle. They're like a new Christian. I've done, man. I remember being a new Christian and like misquoting John three sixteen, and and, just, and I was I was I was actually I was, I was standing beside Pastor David Ashrick who, for those who know, is like a famous uh, worldwide. Worldwide speaker, and I misquoted John 3.16. He's like, oh, that's cute, because I just become Christian. But yeah, just I had someone one time, it's like, yeah, when Timothy wrote in his epistle, I'm like, well, he didn't, because it was Paul. But hey, if you know which which one, which is the only of the New Testament authors to not be Jewish... 0491
0: 0491- That's right, and the question again is Christian tradition holds all the writers of the books in the New Testament were Jewish with the exception of one book author who is believed by many to be the only non-Jewish author. What, what is that person's name? You go in the, the drawer for Daniel Wisdom for the Wise uh, written by Dravko Stefanovic who actually gives a practical and thorough commentary of the book of Daniel and you will not mm. regret it. It will help you understand the book of... Daniel a whole lot better. What have we got in the news today, Lawson?
1: Just before I get into Talk. my news, I just want to emphasize New Testament. We had some, uh, had some, had some answers come in from the Old Testament,
0: and it's a full book author.
1: Yes, and it's a full book author. So New That's Testament, right. full book author. You are listening to the Breakfast Show this morning. So, last month, we covered... Obviously, it is now July. June is internationally known, particularly in the United States, and in the Western world, as Pride Month. Okay, and last... June, well, the June that has just gone There was the big controversy regarding Target And if you weren't following that Essentially, Target lost $9 billion in stock price Their stock oh, wow, dropped that's by huge. $9 billion Target As a result of boycotts that came because So they released a you know Pride Month LGBT-themed line And some of the designs was made by a British designer Who just wholesale makes designs and sells them on internet That's like pro-satanic and all this stuff and we we covered this on the show, and we talked about this controversy that had started as a result of that, mm-hmm. and and yes, yeah, so people like just dipped, and like, and there was a huge boycott that took place as a result. Uh, but there was another, sorry, were you, uh, yeah,
0: what made them want to to put so much emphasis into that direction?
1: Well, ultimately, they were like, oh, the designer of these pro pride clothes, which is something that we already don't agree with is also like making designs that are sat- satanic as well yeah, and selling yeah. them. So, so we're not going to support target no. as a result of that now another company uh which is big in the states very similar it's called Kohl's. it's not the same as coals here in australia our <laughs> so local it's not supermarket. food and
0: stuff like that, It's more yeah. <laughs> this one
1: starts with a k k o h l it's another you know big oh, kind of clothing right. department yep, store, yep. that kind of thing they very swiftly took their place and you know made bank and sold uh clothes with designs you know it's like like uh, baby, baby, uh, you know the baby onesies with like "I love my dads" or "I love my moms," and you know the pride flag or the trans flag or whatever it may be, and they were very successful. And this. Kind of reflects the other side of the United States that is coming out of some statistics that show that 44% of millennials voting aged, you know, millennials in the United States. This was a survey that was done amongst voting age people. 44% of millennials believe that to, that referring to someone by the wrong gender pronoun should be a criminal offense. True. So, so misgender- all these millennials. So it's millennials. So that's forty-four percent of millennials believe that. Yep. If you misgender someone, uh, you should there should be legislation legislation that prosecutes you as a result.
0: So criminal in the same sense where that you know you've got murders and other things put into that into the same package yep. just in general.
1: Yeah, you are. You should be criminalized. True. It should be put on your cr- criminal record. These kinds of things. It was interesting to see that amongst Generation X, it was that much less 38 percent believe that it should be in the united states believe it should be a criminal offense to misgender someone now of course the idea of misgendering has something that has come into popular lexicon and thought around everywhere and legality as a result of the trans movement that has taken place and despite this not necessarily being you know people being prosecuted a lot as a result of these laws because there's there's not a lot of legislation surrounding it there has been lot of uh- fair few cases already that we've covered on the show we covered Mm -hmm. the show on the show of uh, Joshua Sutcliffe who was a teacher in the UK who lost their job they were fired in 2017 for misgendering a trans identified they're a female a biological female student Mm -hmm. and there was a group of students who he this person referred to as girls and this biological female was in that group and he lost his job as a result which was then even followed up six years later after being you know that decision being overturned, uh, they were then just banned from teaching. Wh- wholesale. Uh, so Just for that. Just just for that. Uh, we saw a, Mexi- a former Mexican congressman, his name is Rodrigo Cortez, was convicted of a gender-based political violence crime because he referred to a trans-identified male politician as a man who self-ascribes as a woman. Which, True. for me, is exactly what a trans person is like yeah. you say okay they are uh, That's right. biologically Move this the and other. they self ascribe as this and they That's described right. that that as a per and it was in a social media post as well it wasn't even in, in an official you know uh, speech or whatnot and as a result they they were yeah they were convicted of a crime in mexico and we also saw in last november so this is a story coming out of the u.s in vermont um, a student was suspended for a trip For referring to a trans identified male athlete, uh, with male pronouns. So they were racing against this person in, in their, in their athletics and they used he. And as a result, they were banned. They were just straight up wholesale banned from, from 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 competing. Uh, You know, and all of these different stories are coming up and coming out and it's, oh, we're using the wrong pronouns. And as a result, these people are losing jobs, losing opportunities, even, even being, uh, accused of, gender-based political violence as a result and it's
0: unbelievable hey, its, and yeah
1: in, oh, i was just gonna say it's incredibly sad to see and, and harrowing to see because these are crimes that are usually popping up and cropping up against people of faith because mm-hmm. i think it's people of faith who are usually making a strong stand yeah, go yeah go exactly go and it's it's interesting to see, so this is what's happening in the West, is that people of faith are being convicted yeah. for for misgendering people, in, in, in the most mild sense as well. In not in not in a sense where this person is making a stand saying, This person I don't accept this person, I hate this person because they're transgender. It's nothing like that. No, it's he. She That's it, right It could even in, in, this, in the case of Joshua Sutcliffe It was an accident yes. And they have been banned from teaching And this is an ongoing court case and trial That is taking place as a result Now on the flip side of this yeah. If we look over in the eastern world Particularly in North Africa In Egypt There is a Christian there Who has been convicted Of being a terrorist uh, and, and, and also with a charge of incitement to protest And incitement to a commitment violence, for writing an article about the persecution of Coptic Christians in Egypt. And so they wrote this article saying basically... So wait,
0: so so they're equating that to terrorism.
1: So they've written an article saying Coptic Christians are being persecuted. Right. And then they were convicted of a crime, and that crime Is terrorism. was terrorism and oh. incitement to riot and to commit violence. Wow. And so it's like, okay... Christians are being prosecuted in the West for Mm -hmm. saying he Mm -hmm. or she, Mm -hmm. and in some cases even accidentally. Mm -hmm. And even in in the East, when Mm -hmm. they talk about this persecution, and and in particular this guy, his name uh, is Zaki, his uh, article, it was titled, Displacement, Killing, and Restriction, A A Week's Diaries of Egypt's, Egypt's Cops." He uh he was then charged for even bringing up Christian issues at all in, in other countries where we're championing. You yeah, know we have yeah. Pride Month to yes. champion the issues yes. of those who are uh, we see as minorities. When in other countries when we try to champion Christian issues, yes. they're accused of being a terrorist. That's it. And so I see this as complete a complete
0: extreme from one. That's side, right. Yeah,
1: a continued global movement towards the yeah the the disrespecting and the displacement and all things of Christians and what they're going through and, and yeah, just Perse- them not having a voice, ultimately and persecution. And persecution and the yeah.
0: Bible speaks of that happening in the last days more and more. You're listening to
2: The Breakfast Joe Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
1: And we are going to have our next quiz.
0: Who was the first to try genetic engineering by trying to get striped cattle from plain coloured cattle? You're giving some really curly ones here too, and I think it is matching with what Kelvin's coming up with weird and wacky questions, you know, things from the Bible. But that's a, that's a really interesting one. That's really cool. Who was the first to try genetic engineering by trying to get striped cattle from plain coloured cattle? <laughs> Lawson's got a big smile on his face, and of course,
1: I, I just love that it's called genetic engineering yes, and not like selective breeding. That's like, it. I know. Hey, like, like, genetic engineering makes it sound like this person. Living in the ancient world, has got you know the beakers out. It is you know he's he's got the the microscope and he's he's doing all this stuff. Whereas this is just, this is this is what farmers do today: selective oh, this breeding, is a study of nature. Uh huh.
2: And he's doing things by nature, so
0: you yeah. could That's say it <laughs> was not selective. <laughs> it wasn't selective at all. Okay. It
1: was definitely. Something else. You have to look in the in the story. We'll talk
0: about it. Okay. Again. Yeah, we will, we will but, be talking about it. So, so the it question def- there wasn't a selective breeding. Yeah, no. Well, but you said by not by selective breeding, well, but it's genetic engineering, which well, is really I good. don't
1: know. Look, 0491064669 <laughs> is the number two text. Who is this person?
0: Yeah, who is this person you go in the draw for the prize this week, which gets drawn on Friday? The book of Daniel, Wisdom for the Wise by Zdravko Stefanovic. And it helps you unpack the book of Daniel. So you can use that. Of course, we always say the Bible is the first and most important and this will help you understand things. But we have Kelvin in today. Kelvin Langman with answering, looking at weird and wacky things from the Bible. Welcome, mm. Kelvin.
2: Good morning. How are we? <laughs> oh, Good.
1: fantastic, Kelvin. Yeah, Just it's great
2: to be here. I'm I very pleased. This is, I look forward to this each time. Yeah, great. absolutely.
1: And now we're no longer in the office. I think this is the first time out here to our studio in the rural areas of Curry Currie, Australia. Or is it, is it, is it your first time you've come out here before?
2: I've been here previously, yes. Oh
1: man, I am just lost this morning. I'm <laughs> man, but was, Well,
0: there's been a lot of interviews you've had since we've moved to this temporary Absolutely. Yeah, We're grateful thing.
1: you're here though. Thank We're you. grateful that you can be with us and to talk about all things wacky and wonderful coming from the Bible. Give us some insight.
2: Yep, yeah, so I've I've got a couple of passages that really give me some inspiration. So one of them is Deuteronomy chapter 29 mm-hmm. and verse 29, which says the Secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of his law. Mm -hmm. So Deuteronomy 29 verse 29 talks about secrets in the Bible. And to me, this is this is a challenge. God is strung down the gauntlet and he's challenging me to go and find some of these secrets. So when I go (laughs) looking, I look for weird, wacky, obscure things that are in the Bible. So forgive me. No, no, that's awesome. That's
0: absolutely good. So that's my
2: inspiration.
0: Here's the interesting thing: is those secrets are usually things that you don't know about. Hey, but he's saying I'm going to reveal them to you.
2: Absolutely. If we go digging, and here's here's the thing: the Bible reveals the Bible. So if we compare the Bible with the Bible, we should be able to learn more about the Bible. Yeah, which is crazy,
1: amazing, crazy thing.
2: So I don't know if you know about gematria. Gematria is where. Uh, parts of the alphabet are equivalent to numbers uh-huh. Some people call it numerology mm-hmm. uh, But it's more the biblical numerology is what they call gematria mm-hmm. So you can this is where we get 666, 777 from and other things in scripture mm-hmm. So what we want to look at today is the number 8 Uh Mm. So number eight is very significant. I want to draw some uh, illustrations out of it when we get to the end. Mm -hmm. But I just want to go through the Bible in a broad brush approach from start to finish Mm -hmm. and try and cover as much as we can. And by comparing all of these different occurrences of the number eight, we'll be able to draw some conclusions from that. Yep. So number eight has significance. Mm -hmm. And what I want to do is establish the concept that number eight is all about new beginnings um, and you'll see that number eight is all about cycles or oh, patterns, wow. right? Fabulous. So the seven day cycle starts and beginning starts and ends with Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the week as a week, seven mm-hmm. days, but it actually starts and finishes. And when when God talks about Revelation, He talks about going from Sabbath unto Sabbath, mm-hmm. right? Mm. The week He includes it's a bookend. Mm. It starts and finishes. So the biblical week, I'll challenge you is actually eight days long. Uh, anyway, hmm. so when you look at music, like in nature, we find all sorts of things. Music is seven notes, but you start with C, finish with C, so it's actually an octave. Yes, that's right. that's so
0: true, because I'm a pianist, so are? I know that, <laughs> that one. Yes, very good. I know that one, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. there's
2: some other weird things, like in ancient cultures... Um, They would have a watch Like the Bible talks about a watch So There would be the first watch in the night time The second, third and fourth watch Mm. But they would also have four watches in the day So throughout the whole day In 24 hour period They would have eight watches
1: Mm. I'm, I'm loving this so far Because we've got 7 Which is a number that represents Completion and totality right. But then 8 plus 1 We then see that it represents a, The cycle of a new beginning So yes. you're saying The cycle of a full like, like the completion of a full week Is 7 mm. say But the cycle is then yeah. to 8 Because that 8 Begins the cycle again. Yep, so seven is completeness uh, or fullness right? uh-huh. or
0: perfection. Perfection, that's sure. right. But
2: perfection plus one is a new beginning. So that wow. cycle or that perfection starts all
1: over again. Oh, I love okay, My right. head's
0: gone into a certain space, <laughs> but I'll let you go first before I yeah. go there too. All right, too. so
1: we've got these watches, eight watches, four throughout the day, four mm-hmm. throughout the night. So starting, yep,
2: so th- there's different expressions of eight mm-hmm. in the Bible. So we're going to go through and have a look at a few <laughs> of them. Genesis um, chapter one actually goes through... There are ten utterances that God makes, and -hmm. God said, and God said, and God said. Mm -hmm. So ten times he talks um, to bring about, uh, in chapters one and two, Mm -hmm. eight of them directly refer to creation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. here we are, God is creating a new world, a new creation, and he uses eight utterances Mm. to bring creation into existence. Mm -hmm. So Adam and Eve were created on the Friday uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. the preparation day, mm-hmm. so day six. On day six. But their first day was Sabbath, which they rested, right? Mm-hmm. So what did they do on Sabbath? Probably just wandered around to have a look, I don't know, but they didn't do any gardening. They would
1: have been living their best lives. They, they, that's right. oh. Incredible. So
0: the other, and in relationship with God. There was a time of relationship with him <laughs> in his presence in, a, in in probably even more powerful way than during, yeah. Well, But their first day was in the presence mm. of God. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. But their life started... From a Jewish perspective, or, or from the, this gematria concept, their life actually started on the first day of the week, and that was their new beginning. Mm. So, new beginning, day eight. And it's interesting, in the Bible, it mentions that when a child is born, they don't actually name it until day eight. Wow. Right? So, it's considered its an individual, right. and it has a new beginning. So, day eight. They wait and see the character of the child, and then they name it according to its character.
0: Wow! So wow! This, this okay, is number
1: eight. I I didn't like. I, I didn't know that it because because I'm like, wow! It seems that those these names of children are very much in line with what they end up being like, and like the thing. I'm like, wow! Is it just the god influence the name, but somehow they're able to do some kind of character after eight days of the baby being born, <laughs> and, and then that's somehow reflected
2: through the rest of its life? Yeah, that's it's incredible. crazy that they can. Look forward into the future by just looking at those first couple of days. Mm. Okay, so when you look at 1 Kings chapter 8, verses mm-hmm. 65 and 66, King Solomon has the temple built mm-hmm. and it is ready for the grand opening. What does he do? He has a party. <laughs> yes. For seven days. Mm-hmm. And then the day after this party, uh-huh. he opens the temple. Mm-hmm. So on day eight, a day that represents new beginnings, mm-hmm. he opens the new temple. Mm. Right. right. So you see this concept the, the developing? The concept
0: of matching it together, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. New thing, new beginning, new opening, mm-hmm. new opening of a whole temple.
2: Yep. Mm. So when you go ahead and have a look at Abraham, um, you can go through and add up all the different covenants that God made with him, and guess what? There were eight, There's eight of them. covenants. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Abraham... With all of his wives, if you include all his wives, guess how many children or sons that are mentioned in Scripture?
1: Is there eight? Eight, eight boys, uh-huh. <laughs> right?
2: Um, when you look at Joash, the boy king, he was amazing because prior to him there was wickedness in the country. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he comes along and changes all of that yep. and knocks down all the Asherah temples, all the poles, and then redevelops this worship of Yahweh, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he does it. And guess what? Dun, 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 dun. He's, He's eight, eight. eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yes, so he eight, symbolising yeah, new beginnings. Wow. Um, when you look at um, Jesse, sure. So Jesse had multiple sons mm-hmm. who were to be cho- to be uh, viewed mm-hmm. with the pro- propensity or the the possibility, possibility of them becoming king. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, he went through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and it and took him A- to get to child number. Eight, Eight who was King David? That's it. So King David is a symbol of new beginnings in Scripture. Wow.
0: Of
1: course, the new beginning of the line of the kingdom as well, of mm-hmm. taking over from Saul and his lineage. It was a new beginning for the, the genealogy of those who would you know be in that position.
0: Yep. Mm, that's right. He was in, in, in the lineage of uh, the genealogy of Jesus as a mm. really significant one.
2: Yep, absolutely. So when we look at Scripture from start to finish and we look at how many resurrections there were, so there was Jesus Christ, the resurrection of him. However, if we look at all the human beings that were resurrected, we have Elijah raises the widow of Zarephath. Mm -hmm. Um, Elisha raises the widow's son. Mm -hmm. Um, She was a Shunammite woman. You've got Elisha's bones in the, in, the, in the grave, and when someone throws a dead body in there and touches his uh, Elisha's bones, he comes back to life. Mm-hmm. You've got Lazarus raised to life. You've got the widow of Nain. You've got Jairus' daughter. You've got Eutychus, and you've got Tabitha. Eight people in Scripture are raised or resurrected back wow. to life.
0: Wow. That's powerful.
2: It is. So let's skip forward into New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, there are eight Beatitudes So Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ proclaimed there is a kingdom coming, a kingdom coming, and he says now the kingdom is here. And then he preaches the Beatitudes, but there are eight Beatitudes, symbolizing new beginnings. Mm. Okay, so um, the Feast of Tabernacles is a seven-day feast, but it's a seven-day feast plus one. It's celebrated on the eighth day. So it's seven plus one, which is eight. So that, that last day is what they call the last great day. -hmm. You mentioned before uh, who was the non-author, the uh, non-Jewish author. author, Non-Jewish author. However, when you look at the New Testament, right, um, there are eight authors of the New Testament: Mm -hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, James, Peter, Jude, and Paul. So there we have eight authors. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jesus died on the cross, and his death on the cross is a, a new beginning for us. Well, what's interesting is when you look at Passover, he died and rose on the first day of the week, mm-hmm. right? So this is actually, when you include the celebratory week, mm-hmm. it was an eight-day cycle. Mm. So day eight, he rose again, symbolizing mm-hmm. new beginnings. Sure. So when you look at Jesus coming to his disciples after his resurrection, uh, first he appeared to Mary, then he appeared to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. He... um he went and visited all the disciples in the upper room and then one week later he visited Thomas and then Christ was seen by 500 believers. Um, Jesus met his disciples uh, on the Sea of Galilee um, and there was an, he went across the Sea of Galilee to catch up with them as well and then he had the final meeting on the Mount of Olives. So that totals eight visitations after his resurrection. -hmm. Symbolizing once again this theme of resurrection, so I just want to recapitulate and go back over. Like when you look at it, number eight in all its different forms represents new beginnings, represents brand new life. It represents a regeneration or a a birth or rebirth, if you like. Um, It number eight is also significant with a resurrection. Mm -hmm. So this is why it's tied in closely with with resurrections. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a commencement or a a new start or a new order, but it also also is tied in with the receiving of the Holy Spirit. So this ties in with Pentecost. We didn't really talk about that, but um, Pentecost was actually the next day of their weekly, it was the Passover cycle, and the next day, so it was actually day eight that they received the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm. So you can
2: see here that there are so many different representations But they all tie together They all have this common theme All about new beginnings, new start, new order So what's really interesting with us Like whenever we read scripture You can read that and you can see Whenever you come across number 8 That there is a little secret there There is a little hint that this is about new beginnings Mm. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that But I really love scripture And I love how that When you tie all of that together There's suddenly there's this extra layer, extra dimension of understanding Mm. in scripture.
0: Mm. I I love that. I think that's really fantastic because Mm. the thing is, like you say, really we've got the first day of the week. The seventh one is the peak, is the Sabbath. Well, according to the Bible, it's the seventh day, which is the Sabbath. Uh, It's the real pinnacle of God's creation. And what you're saying is that next day brings around the cycle fully. And you know, Mm. when you're talking about numbers, I actually remember actually about a year ago finding. In, I was researching numbers in the Bible because you've got three. Each, each number is actually done several times in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so, like you say, number seven gives completion perfection. Number three comes up a lot. Uh, as well in the Bible, but and number twelve comes up a lot, and number eight has got so each of those numbers interestingly have actually got significance in the Bible. Absolutely, and so and the, the number eight is one that because it's not necessarily mentioned or written about, as as in mentioned number seven or number two or, or, or sorry number three or number twelve like the others are, we don't necessarily stop to look and unpack that, do we? And so you've unpacked it. Yeah,
1: yeah. thank you so much, Kelvin. And that's
2: not the limit of it. There's more if you were to dig deeper, but that's in a nutshell. That's, yeah. Awesome.
1: That's
2: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.